0: It's Wednesday, which means it is also depth chart day. We're going to talk about that and a couple of potential changes you can see there, here on Locked On Gators. You are Locked On Gators, your daily podcast on the Florida Gators, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: Mm -hmm. Hello,
0: and welcome back to another episode of Lockdown Gators, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Lockdown Gators your first listen of the day. We are available daily and free where you listen to the podcast. Happy Wednesday. I'm Brandon Olson. Find me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. Find all my written work with whole nine sports, Giants, country, NFL 33. Before we get into the dev chart, reminder, later this episode is going to be joined by Hayden Hansen, Florida Gators starting tight end, who yeah, he's gonna be here every single week of the season. very excited for that. And if you have not yet signed up for Florida victorious, do so. And if you want to save twenty percent off your first month, sign up with code locked l o c k e d and save twenty percent off your first month with Florida victorious. But now getting into the depth chart, I'm gonna be honest, I don't think this is a team that needs many changes on the chart itself. Maybe we can start talking about depth guys, if you know, if we think Jamari Lyons should be seeing more snaps or Najee Harris should be seeing more snaps, which he's going to continue to do. But I think at the starting uh, offensive line is really the only changes I would suggest, which is one, not a suggestion. Kingsley, walk at center. He's back. Like like they've said, Hey, he's going to be back this weekend. That's going to be a change that you're probably going to see again tonight when, when the death start comes out, probably in about 12 hours from the time that this comes out. but. Yeah, he, he's back from injury. He dealt with an ankle injury. He sprained his ankle, I believe it was uh, about a week or two before the season. It was questionable for the Utah game. He came out for workouts with a boot still on his right leg. And so they were just like, hey, you know what? Nope, he can't go. McNeese State, I was told it was like, hey, very touch and go. And they were just like, hey, you know what? If it's touch and go, probably shouldn't risk an injury in that McNeese State game, which is how Florida approached Most of their injuries, really, for most of the injuries that were there for the McNeese State game, pretty much everybody that was even questionable, they were like, yeah, we're not going to risk it, which is the right thing to do. So that's kind of the approach they've taken so far. And with Kingsley walking back from injury, I'd expect him to get the start over Jake Slaughter, who has been pretty solid. I'm I'm not going to pretend Jake doesn't deserve playing time. In fact, I would expect them to play at least probably a little bit, especially while Kingsley is still getting back to full speed. I would fully expect Jake to rotate in every now and then at center. I will say this also, because I I know I'm not the biggest Kingsley Gawakin fan. I I understand that. I acknowledge that. I think he's average, but he has penalty issues, which bring him down for me. Uh, As I believe in 2021, 2022, he was the most penalized offensive lineman at the power five level over those two years. However, this is an offensive line that has, like, they they cleaned up against McNeese stay a bit, but they've still had their flaws, and I think not having your experience center is a big part of that. So while it's great for Jake Slaughter to get that experience by playing in those first two games, having Kingsley back should really help with this offensive line kind of gel a bit more. It's, it's getting your starters back as well, and it's also Graham Mertz has been working mostly – with Kingsley and through the entire spring and summer, it's been with Kingsley at center. So for Graham Mertz to get his center back, I would expect the offensive line to really be elevated because not only do you have experience at center, but you have the chemistry between Kingsley and Graham, the center quarterback exchange, which is, it cannot be overstated how important like center IQ is and how much a center really plays a part in a good offensive line, because I know that a lot of people are like, oh yeah, like you can get help from the guards. Really, the center should be the one helping more often than anybody else. But it's very important to acknowledge, yeah, centers need, need you to kind of kind of show up there and, and really put this offensive line forward. I believe that the next step that the offensive line should take, I don't think this is a change that we're going to see this week. I do think it's a change that we might see at some point. Right tackle, Lindell Hudson Jr. Against Utah, Damian George did not play a good game. I don't think he was as bad as Florida Gators Twitter and Discord's like to make him seem, Reddit, whatever. But I don't think he was good. I don't care about like the penalty numbers for him because I, I am aware that during the game they called his, name, his uh, number, I believe, three times for penalties, but only one was actually his fault. So, I don't think Damian George deserves too much hate there. I I thought Lindell Hudson would have won the battle at right tackle, and I thought that Damian George was going to go to guard, which is still a possibility. I know someone asked me the other day if Damian George is a guard. I think he's better at guard, or I think he would be better at guard than tackle, but at the very least, for the time being, he's the Florida Gator starting right tackle. Lindell Hudson will be rotating in. That's one of the reasons that I don't care too much about it. I'd prefer Lindell Hudson starting. I know that Lindell Hudson is still going to play at least. Also, I do think that, in all fairness, it's important to acknowledge that Damian George had a rough game against Utah. He improved against McNeese State. I understand it's McNeese State. All oh, that's yeah. I don't. I don't care. People with brain cells acknowledge you can you can improve. Like yes, you're playing weaker competition. That doesn't mean you didn't improve. I believe Damian George improved against McNeese State. And if he continues to do so, then yeah, he should keep the starting spot. And again, maybe some of that is just the chemistry gelling together. It could be a lot. But for me right now, like I would prefer Lindell Hudson Jr. starting at right tackle. Again, not going to be super pissed if he's not, because I do know that the expectation should be to have seven to eight offensive linemen playing every week. It should be your starting five, and then you should see Nyshe Harris rotating in. You should see Lindell Hudson rotating in, and I think we should be seeing Jake Slaughter rotating in as well every now and then. So you can have Austin Barber, Richie Leonard, uh, Kingsley Guacan, Micah Bazooka, and Damian George with your rotational guys of Nyshe Harris, who, by the way, has been awesome. Lindell Hudson and Jake slaughter rotating it. So that, that could be your, that could be your starters. And and that could be your eight man rotation on the offensive line. And that's fine with me. Like, I think the Florida Gators do have, like we are talking about all off season. They're, they're going to go seven to eight deep. And I think that they're kind of figuring out who those seven to eight are. Hopefully at some point, maybe in Charlotte, we see Rod Kearney get some in-game reps. I, I'd like to see that. But again, If it ain't broke, don't fix it. But we are about to be joined by Hayden Hansen. Before Hayden joins us, though, for a championship team, it's all about making sure that every player is a perfect fit. And it's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, you can be sure every part you need fits just right the first time around. Just add your ride to my garage. Look for the green check to know the part will fit or your money back because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game. When you shop on eBay motors, and with over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. And after all, it's easy to bring home a win when the parts fit just right. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Gator nation, let's ride. eBay guaranteed fit is available only to us customers, eligible items, only exclusions do apply. Joining me now for locked on Gators like he does every Wednesday is Hayden Hanson, Florida Gators starting tight end. Now that's, that's a new one we get to add here. Very happy about that one. Congratulations there, but there's, I need to ask a more important question first. How does it feel to lead the entire game in kick
1: return yardage? (laughs) uh, I would have never like ever guessed that my whole life. I would get a chance to do that, but, uh, I mean like right like the opening kickoff it was just like a it was a god thing man like I was like huh these guys have nothing to lose this could be like a squib or something and I saw the kicker kind of switch his hips I was like okay there's no way he's booting this to Trevor now so I stayed in and caught it and I like y'all saw I almost stumbled at first I got a little too excited and uh but I yeah, I got what I could I think the first return went for maybe 10 but uh yeah I was excited about that
0: yeah, uh, what went through your mind as you just saw that kick coming your way? Were you just like, oh, oh, this is happening? Like, yeah, this I was is like,
1: okay. At first, I, was, I acknowledged it for about two seconds. So I'm like, dang, this ball's in there for a while. I don't know if I should fair catch it or not. I was like, no, nah, it's my first chance. First really? start of the ball, I'm yeah. take this to the house. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it felt like it was in the air for like five minutes, dude.
0: Yeah, I, I feel like you can't fair catch. Like, I'm sure the coaching staff is probably like, oh, fair catch it. It's in the air. But yeah. at the same time, like from your point of view, it's just like, Never gonna get this chance again. Of course, you did at halftime again, right. or after their uh, after their score in the fourth, actually. But yeah, you you got the chance there. Have you told the staff to just permanently put you back? Be like, hey, don't put Trevor out there. Just trust me, I got it.
1: Yeah, after the game, uh, Coach Kouser, especially his coordinator, drove Bobby in the parking lot. I was like, I think you leave the team in return yards now. <laughs> I was like, yes, sir. <laughs> so yeah, it was a cool cool little moment.
0: Yeah, it was, it, was, it was wild to see because I was like, all right, like this game should get out of hand pretty quick. And first, I was like, is that, what, is that Hayden returning that game? Um, but, I mean, just going from the Utah game to the McNeese State game, what was probably the biggest change for the team? Because I know that during the Utah game, there were some just – I don't know how to word them other than just boneheaded penalties with like the two number threes and, and stuff like that. And I know that Billy Napier said, Hey, we're going to kind of turn up the intensity in practice this week going into the McNeese state game. So just what was the biggest change for you there?
1: Yeah. I mean, the chip on our shoulder. Um, I mean, we really just hurt ourselves in that Utah game. I mean, y'all saw them play Baylor. I mean, they did not look like the same team. I mean, when you give it any, at this level of the power five, if you give teams penalties, that you shoot yourself in the foot with. I mean, it's really hard to beat a team, you know. So I really feel like we didn't showcase what we could have. I, mean, I, feel, I even feel like if we would have played McNeese first and then we had Utah week two, it would be completely different. Um, but, I mean, it is what it is. You learn from it. That's what we did this week. We came in, came into practice. We're like, all right, we know we're better than this team. We're supposed to win by a lot against this team, but we want to see if we can be perfect and minimize the errors. And I think we did that this week about minus, like, two times. Um, and – The other big difference is, I mean, our fans, man. I mean, I know they're frustrated. I know they won a national championship, but we're working hard for y'all. We're trying to make that happen. But, I mean, 88,000 against a team that doesn't even travel their fans. That was strictly 88,000 Gator fans. That was insane. I mean, we went to Utah. They're ranked Like They had like 50,000. So, I mean, Florida's just crazy, man. We love all the support. And uh, we're working for y'all. Just know that.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I will ask from just your point of view, like a player point of view, because I know media, like I don't – I don't have to go out there and ever put my money where my mouth is, so I don't have to worry about it too much. But just from a player point of view, do you would you prefer like a McNeese State and then Utah, where it's like, all right, like we get that that tune-up game, like because we I feel like that's a thing where we hear a lot of times where like people are just like, oh, like Bamba plays nobody week one, Georgia plays nobody week one. Like from a player perspective, are you just like let's knock off the cobwebs, or you're just like let's get right into it from the jump?
1: So, I mean, there's pros and cons to both sides. I mean, you open up against a team like Utah that's ranked top 15, you see where you stand with the best of the best right off the bat, and you see where your weaknesses are. In our case, it was obviously the penalties and middle errors. But, uh, and then, but I mean, open up against McNeese State, you might, you, you execute, you do all the stuff, you get maybe get a little big headed, go into Utah week two, thinking, okay, we're going to be good, and then all of a sudden get smacked because you're not used to it. So, I mean, there's pros and cons to everything. But, I mean, me personally, it really doesn't matter. I mean, uh, maybe I, I would have I would have preferred it this this year just because we have a grand version, a lot of new people in the offense and stuff. But I mean, it is what it is, and uh, we're definitely locked in, ready to, ready to go undefeated for the rest of the schedule.
0: Yeah, that's also the impossible part. Like you set the schedule like a year or two in advance. Like you're gonna have you have no idea what it's gonna look like at that point. Um, but yeah, that's first start of your college football career. You got to start at a tight end this week after playing against Utah, and then you got to start against McNeese State in the swamp too. How did it feel?
1: Uh, it was surreal, man. I mean, even just walking, just hearing my name called on the um, the screen was insane. I remember uh, listening to it last year. I'm like, oh, that's gonna be me. You give me some time. Um, so that was that was kind of a close circle moment. And then the going out there for a return, just hearing all the fans cheer, then all of a sudden seeing the ball come my way, I was like, yep, this is meant to be. You know? So.
0: Yeah, I I would like to imagine that in your head, you were kind of just like. That Patriots returner, that one time, is just like yeah. like the offensive lineman, like just like yeah, oh, yeah. Come on, just, just let me tuck and run somehow. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you played 21 snaps against – or offensive snaps against Utah, played 40 against McNeese State. Was there any point where you were just like uh, like this is this is a little gassing here at this point? Because I mean, I feel like you were out there just like nonstop against McNeese State once we hit like halftime.
1: Yeah, so I mean. We practice so hard, man. Napier does such a good job implicating the game, and so much faster in practice to where you're you're really like this is so much easier than a Tuesday, Wednesday practice, you know. So I mean, I wasn't as tired as people would think, um, but I mean, I was definitely I was definitely a little more tired than uh, Utah because I double the snaps, but I mean, uh, I, I had less routes against Week too, so I mean, that helped as well. But I mean, we do such a good job in practice, up in the tempo and stuff, to where the game's really easy. So.
0: Everyone should be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected. That's why Jace Medical offers the Jace case. The Jace case provides five life saving antibiotics for emergency use and gives you peace of mind so that you're not just hoping that you have access to medication in an emergency. Jace Medication makes sure that you have the medication in hand. Jace Medical is simple, they handle everything from the online evaluation. To licensed pharmacy medication delivery and ongoing consultation and care. Don't get caught unprepared. Save more than three hundred and sixty dollars by getting these life-saving antibiotics with Jace Medical, plus an additional twenty dollars off by using code Locked On at checkout on JaceMedical.com. That's J A S E Medical.com with the promo code Locked On. And I mean you. Obviously, last year was your redshirt freshman year, or true freshman year now. Redshirt freshman actually on the field consistently now, starting. Have the more experienced tight ends like Dante Sanders, Jonathan Odom, even Keon Zipper, have they like really helped you? Kind of, I guess, step into a larger role now.
1: Yeah, I mean, Dante's my guy, man. Even so, ever since I came in here, he's taken me under his wing. He's he showed me from a veteran's perspective. So, I mean, we're really we're really alike. I mean, he came in as the tight end. That he switched to D line and he switched back. So, I mean, he kind of understands the uh, the position change a little bit. And uh, he's always giving me tips on how he handles situations and stuff. And uh, we got each other's back. You know, I get gassed. Uh, he'll come in for me. I, uh, he gets gassed by going for him. It's just a solid rotation. And we're ready to help the team any way we can.
0: Can I ask about Dante for a second? Just like, I, I feel like it's not talked about enough how insane. And even Griffin McDowell who was on the team last year. It's like the body transformation some of these guys oh, yeah. go Like Griffin McDowell went like tight end to O line to D line to O line. Like, he went everywhere or he ended at tight end. And Xander's tight end to D line to tight end. He's lost 40 pounds over the past two years. Like it is insane what some of you guys go like, I don't think people understand. Like that's insane.
1: Yeah. I mean, Dalton doesn't get enough credit for just how much of a freak he really is, man. I mean, He's, I mean, he's, he's got some of the biggest heads I've ever seen. Like, you'll go to Dap him up he'd be like, dang, your fingers just covered mine. You know, <laughs> that's not every day, you know. But I mean, he's, I mean, he's just, he's really good. He's dependable. Um, he's got the length. He's quick. Um, he can really play anywhere. I mean, any spot he wants. And uh, he was just personally for me, I mean, he's just been great for me, showing me how to work and um, step into a bigger role. So I'm, I'm appreciative of him.
0: Yeah. What's it been like to kind of go from, because you're thought of as, you know, you're the why you're the, you're the blocking tight end here where the offense seems to be throwing it a little bit more than last year. So it's a bit, is is there any change from your side of things where like last year it's just like, yeah, we're just going to pound the rock incessantly. And then against Utah through the drop back like 51 times, make me say, obviously ran the ball more, but is there any kind of change that's felt from your side of things just schematically going a little more passing?
1: Oh, uh, I mean, I feel like it just depends on week to week. Um, I mean, I'll, I just – I wait to get called in on the sideline for 12 personnel. Um, so, I mean, it really just depends. Uh, I just feel like it's more of a game plan type of thing. Uh, did you watch AR's debut at all? Yeah, I was, I was very proud of him, man. He got his first rushing and passing touchdown. Yeah,
0: um, was it kind of like a tight end's dream to see that his rushing touchdown was at a 14 personnel? Was that something you are like, oh, wow, all right, let's do it, Nate? <laughs>
1: We finally ran 14 personnel in the game. I, was, I couldn't believe I couldn't believe my eyes, man. I'll tell you something. <laughs>
0: it, it, it was beautiful to see, but uh, also in the game against McNeese State, you got to play with your roommate Scott Isaacs. Just what was how cool was that for you guys to be like, yeah, we literally lived together. We play the same position, practice together, and then got on the field
1: together. Yeah, I mean, so Scott, he's a he's he's definitely different, man. I mean, he's under the radar. Came in as a walk-on, man, and I mean walk on people don't understand how hard walk-ons have to work I mean you you walk in nothing's given to you no one's expecting anything of you you go in you wait for your time you work hard I mean Scott's every day at practice waiting for his opportunity just like me we both registered last year we both developed and gotten a lot better we both understand the system now and uh, I was just waiting once the score got up to about four or five scores I was just looking and I was like you ready bro like get in there because and then uh, he he they put him in and then they don't call me in there with him it Was like all right this is kind of cool you know and then I saw it. he was had his first catch. The ball was a little behind him, uh, but I mean, I was, uh, I was, I was excited for it, man. I mean, he worked so hard. A lot of guys on the team work so hard, man, but you can only play so many, you know. So when, when they get those chances, I mean, it's awesome to see that. Yeah. Um, I will
0: also say that just from a, a nerd side of things, it was very fun for me to see. I know it was, Jonathan Odom was the target on it, but it was fun to see. I know we talked about it last year, like PA, like boot slide. And I know that, uh, the Keeter was the one that scored on it in the spring game last year. Yeah. I don't remember seeing it a single time during the season. So it was fun to see Odom be the, uh, be the intended target on it there. That's just completely irrelevant nerd thing that I felt like I had to bring up. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously you got to watch AR. Do you normally get to watch the NFL at all on Sundays? Or are you kind of just like footballed out after, after practicing all yeah. week and then playing Saturday?
1: That's actually getting used to for sure. But, uh, I I catch like maybe a half a quarter of the noon games and then because we have some we have lift groups and stuff like that so I mean I'll, I'll watch some highlights on my phone on red zone I'll, I'll make it back for Sunday night games and stuff like that but I, I do miss the majority of afternoon games and stuff like that but I just stay updated with ESPN and stuff like that. Did you watch
0: the the evening night on Sunday with with Giants Cowboys?
1: Oh, we done boys. Yes, sir. Yeah,
0: yeah, I'm a Giants fan. That's rude as hell that you just <laughs> just came out here and did that. That yeah. one, that one hurt me. Uh, but before I do that, you go, I have one more question for you because I know we talked about this last year. Two K came out. Do you have the build set up yet? Are, are you good with it yet?
1: No, I don't have it yet, man. Because uh, last year I feel like I got it too early. Dropped some cash on it. My bill got outdated like that. So, uh, but I mean, I'll tell you the game I'm really geeked out for. It. Like I'll go total nerd over like, anyone with this game. UFC five. When that when that drops, man, yeah, it's over. It's over for everyone. Anyone that's watching this, you let me know. Uh, I'll put any type of money on it you want. I'll get it. knockout first round. I'm taking you up
0: on that. I don't give a damn. I'm, I'm taking you. Up on that. I'm, I'll see you once it comes out, but thank you so much, Hayden. This is Hayden Hanson, Florida Gators starting tight end. Now catch him every week on Locked On Gators and every Saturday playing for your Florida Gators. Thanks for making Locked On Gators your first listen of the day. We are available daily and free. Revive listen to the podcast. We'll be back tomorrow. It's crossover Thursday, baby. Eric Kane, Locked On Balls, gonna be here. We're gonna be we're gonna be duking it out for Locked On Gators. I'm Brandon Olson. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at wns underscore Brandon. Find all my written work with Whole Nine Sports. Giants country, NFL 33, and I'll see you all tomorrow.